Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. I'm Emily. I'm Crystal Lynn. And this, this week uh, and next week are a little bit further from grounded than we might mm-hmm. like, but we are going to be entering Taurus season amidst all of it. So maybe, maybe there's some grounding to be had. I'm not going to make promises on that when I talk about a little bit about what's going on with the mm-hmm. eclipse slash Taurus season slash Mercury retrograde that all happen within hours of each other on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. the 20th into the 21st of April. Yeah. Yeah. This is an eclipse prep episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you I knew you'd that. like that. You saved I that did. Me. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, I was going to say it. And then when we were discussing what we're talking about, but I saved oh. it till now. Rarely so will your- you see me filled with more genuine joy than when someone has a really good pun. And that was it. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. That's why I saved it. Um, yes, this is the Eclipse Prep episode um, that we're talking about. This is voted on by our patrons, but it's also just really something that we we really, really wanted to make sure that we cover. Mm-hmm. Um, judging by what I see in the energy, I know that the next couple of weeks are very dynamic, but also I know astrologically the next couple of weeks with these eclipses are very dynamic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is us talking about it and getting you aware and ready to embrace this energy, however it may show up for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I've already been um, looking into the next, this lunation and the next two. So the next two lunations, this new moon coming up and the full moon after that will be eclipses. That's how they work. Uh, The one after that, I do want to preface this guys. The one after that is a, um, it's a new moon in Taurus and it actually looks quite nice. So I just want to say there is like warm, fuzzy, cozy uh, astrology on the horizon. It's not just chaotic surprising dynamic all of these words that we try to use to say You're hey right. stuff is no, changing <laughs> stuff is changing everything is chaotic forever i'm just yeah. kidding no it feels really good yeah. yeah everything came from chaos so i mean it's fine we're just getting mm-hmm. back to our roots right so <laughs> really this eclipse um before i dive into it i want everybody to like take a second and think back a couple weeks ago to march 21st and even go back in your journal. I'm pretty sure that we even recommended journaling at that time Mm -hmm. because this was coming. Um, So go back in your journal and go back in your memory, check what pictures you may have taken or what you may have posted on social media, any way that you can kind of go back and be like, "Hmm, what was going on in my life around that time? And how might it relate to where Aries is in my chart? And when I say where Aries is, you want to look for the pie slice of your chart. One of the 12 sections of your chart that Aries takes over that Aries covers in your preferably circular chart. But if you have one of those grid ones as well, just see where Aries falls, which house Aries falls in and the themes that go along with that. These may be being revisited, not unlike retrograde, but actually a little bit different because the last time we had a new moon, it was also in Aries and it was Mm -hmm. at like zero towards one degree Aries. So it was very early, which meant that by the time the moon came back around again for another new moon, we're still in Aries. Now we're at the 29th degree of Aries in 50 minutes. So we're like 10 degree minutes away from both the moon and sun being in Taurus. Fun fact for people who are interested in astrology, the 29th degree of a sign is called the anoretic degree. 
And that's just a really fancy word for saying last degree of the sign. And it's considered pretty charged up because it's the planet. It's, I, I haven't said this to any of my astrologer friends yet, but this is what I think of every time they explain it. They're like, the planet's not really in Aries, but it's not really in Taurus yet. And so I always think my nineties brain is like, not yet, or not a girl, not yet a woman mm-hmm. <laughs> you quoting Britney Spears. And so you're in this in-between space of pulling away from what you were and getting ready to discover what comes next. And it's that very like stuck in the middle moment, which can be a lot of um, built up pressure as well. Mm -hmm. Thinking about Aries being a fire sign, cardinal, dry, hot, like all of these things kind of speak to pressure to begin with. Aries, the first sign of the Zodiac, the sun being exalted here about to step out of exaltation. There's a lot of like, what haven't I done? How can I finish it really fast before I have to move on into something that doesn't support me as well? Like, how can I have the best last day at Disney world ever before I have to fly home? Mm-hmm. And the best might be just getting a lot in and it might be hectic and you might be exhausted afterwards. Something really, really good might happen. This is where the North node is after all. So we're going to see a lot of something likely. Mm-hmm. Um, the North node is like the mouth of the dragon. So it takes things in voraciously, or uh, some people will say it increases exponentially. It's just very intense increase output. Uh, if you think about maybe the South node as a black hole, the North node would be the white hole, almost creation mm. of matter kind of feeling, right? Ooh. So I like that description of it, actually, that feels right. Yeah. And then everything in the middle is just a wormhole. This is great too. Mm. Um, it's <laughs> the first time I've used that analogy, but we also have uh, this eclipse still quite conjunct Jupiter. So Jupiter's at 23 degrees. We had the Kazemi with Jupiter on April 11th. So if you had a really good mm. day that day, awesome. I'm so glad. Um, but that's still in effect here. And Jupiter's is a benefit. So this is lending itself to maybe something very positive or boisterous or big happening. Mm-hmm. Jupiter just likes to, it, it is the air as the balloon is blowing up. You know, it blows up the balloon. It makes it bigger. And this is a hot air balloon that we're looking at here because it's an eclipse. So it's taken to an extreme. So thinking about that, again, check where Aries is in your chart. In general, Aries starts stuff. <laughs> and Aries is ruled by Mars. So we can think about how Aries can have some themes about being combative or being initiatory, starting something new, leaving behind something old. Thinking about um, the fact that this is a solar eclipse means that we're looking towards uh, areas of leadership or figures of leadership being affected by this. There's a, a story that astrologers love to tell that in medieval times, when there was a solar eclipse, the king would actually give up the crown for a day to just some random person so that if the solar eclipse damaged the king, it would damage the fake king. Mm-hmm. And even Picatrix will say like accidents, damage to things that are, um, hang on. I really do want to look up this word. Uh, oh, you're good. Look it causes up. damage to things that are made up of the four elements like us. Um, it exclusively points out that like the planets and things of the celestial realm are kind of exempt from that because they're not in the cosmology as made up of the four elements, the earth, water, wind, fire kind of thing, air, fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I did quote Picatrix like word for word in the video I made for YouTube that'll be coming out soon. So you can get the exact quote there, but it just talks about how like the sun and the moon are doing something and it's changing mm-hmm. the world below. It's bringing everything in. And to me, it's like the blip between existence of an atom. When an atom exists, blinks out for a second and rewrites itself and then blinks back in, anything Mm -hmm. could happen in there. We do not know enough to be able to say what that should be, which is why I suggest as do all of the magic books, 
don't try to perform magic. Don't, don't do like an eclipse ceremony. I've seen a couple of these happening and it's like, mm, interesting. Uh, you might be asking for a lot more than you anticipated. And adding that, um, we even have on this day, Mercury is very close to Uranus conjunct in the sky in Taurus. Mercury mm -hmm. already mercurial. Like that's where the word came from. Uranus is surprise and revolution. <laughs> individuality. I was just and saying like, this is seems like the type of prank where a bucket of water falls on your head. Right? <laughs> Even more chaotic, Mercury's stationary. By the next day, Mercury will be retrograde at this very same degree. So we have Mercury who's getting ready yeah. to pivot during this eclipse. And as the eclipse progresses, the sun and the moon won't get three degrees apart before the sun moves into Taurus to square Pluto. So let's talk more yeah. about, you know, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be an interesting week. <laughs> Yeah. And that's going to set the tone for Taurus season as well, right? Because the birth of Taurus season is when the sun moves into Taurus immediately to square Pluto. Mm -hmm. So that actually will perfect throughout the day as well. So we start with an eclipse, which moves into Taurus season, which moves into- Did sun you go over the dates of these just one more time in case everyone oh, yeah. missed them? There's the only one. Yeah. So here's the great news. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's just April 20th. <laughs> actually the just eclipse- Just 420 guys. Yeah. The <laughs> eclipse is at 12, 12 a.m. Eastern time. So adjust that to your time zone. Definitely look it up and, and like know it with the chart if you want to like get really into it. Um, the conjunction that I spoke of with Uranus and Mercury will not become perfect because they are going to stay two degrees apart because Mercury will turn around and sometime on the 21st will begin their retrograde that lasts through May 15th. I just share something that's like a very California fashion. Oh gosh. So um, in California, obviously it's on the 19th because if it's at 12, 20 a.m., it's not that for us where it's mm -hmm. 9 p.m. Oh yeah, it is 19th. on the 19th. Yep. The 19th is bicycle day. And if you guys have never been in any sort of psychedelic community, you probably don't know what that means. That's the day that acid was invented. And people do, people will get together for bicycle day events on the night of the 19th and do just a ton oh. of acid. Be very careful if so, you indulge in bicycle day this year. So when you said that, I was like, oh, like obviously 420 is like the, the weed smoking holiday, mm -hmm. but that's like much different. People get together and do that too. But that is not the same as having an eclipse yeah. on bicycle day. Well, um, yeah. And yeah. for the East anyway. Coast, by the time anybody would be partaking in that, um, unless they decide to do it right at midnight and get a really early start, which I'm not putting past people. Um, yeah. If they do it after six, the sun will at least already be in Taurus, but then we have square yeah. Pluto. So you have to be very careful with what you're doing, especially with substances that might also interact with your mind and your mental state at a time like this. Yeah. I really, you know, noticing that these dates are significant for those themes. It's something to keep in mind. Be very responsible if you choose to partake in that kind of activity right now. Mm. Um, just very mindful, very, very responsible. I... I like to say on like an eclipse, just see what happens around you and then work yeah. with what the universe provides after that. Witness and um, relax. Witness. Yeah. Witness and, and detach. Because mm -hmm. if you're attached to a certain outcome, you might see that that outcome is broken in the process of kind of delivering what is best, not what is most desired. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. That's very sure. But anyway, I was just on 
Oh, I needed to share that. Yeah, some no. people are going to have a very eventful. That was probably a very astute observation to make. So yes, good. <laughs> glad we glad we got to that. Um, yeah, so that's the astrology of what we're looking at. And again, this is a repeat of a similar new moon that happened on March 21st. So you want to keep in mind anything that was going on around that time. I know in the world we did, that was the day, it was a Tuesday and it was a certain Tuesday where someone said that that was going to be the Tuesday that they were going to be um, arrested, but it wasn't that Tuesday that it happened. It actually was like two Tuesdays after that. If you know what I'm referring to, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So just knowing that themes around that, again, we're talking about leadership. This is Mm -hmm. kings and and analogous positions to kingship in all spheres. And I say that like your manager might be the king of your job and something Mm -hmm. may happen around that. So just thinking about how that metaphorically translates into what your life is doing and how we are all a part of the same life together anyway. So what happens to the the leaders and rulers of our communities and our societies really does affect us eventually. Yeah. What I will also say with that too, we we are already seeing leaders having issues this week. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to put it that way. I did a video about that just yesterday. If you want to go look at it, because I don't want to bring all of it up here, but this is something that we at least have been talking about since what, October? Yeah. A really long time of like leadership changing and leadership getting exposed and leadership moving around um, kind of on a worldwide stage. And so that coming up is a, it's yes. Another thing I noticed that is coming up again, that actually started the last Mercury retrograde that was around last April, May, mm-hmm. having to do with a certain social network. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is falling apart, it would seem. So again, it the, the process of that began during a Mercury retrograde. And then the consequences of that actually came up again during another retrograde last fall. And mm-hmm. now we're seeing again, more consequences that seem to be very, um, very like almost resolutionary resolution, resolute consequences. And it just so happens. They do seem to coincide a little bit with eclipse season as well. Right. Like I think the one last fall wasn't right on the nose with eclipse season, but the one last spring was pretty close. Mm. And here we are with the eclipse kind of saying, yeah, that happened. And now as the eclipses, by the way, are shifting from being on the Taurus Scorpio axis to being on the Aries Libra axis. This is our very first eclipse in Aries. This is starting a new story. The next Mm -hmm. eclipse will be in Scorpio, finishing the old ones. We've got some overlap. Mm -hmm. I like to say this is the the novella that bridges part one and part two of a duology. Oh, there we go. That's in between chapters kind of that are happening here. Um, Or the patches between big Mm -hmm. drops on video games, if you will. I will say it is a really good thing to journal on eclipses. That's not Mm -hmm. necessarily doing magic. It's just keeping tabs on what the heck is going on so you can go back to it um that is a really really good idea doing anything where it's just like going out into nature and observing going for a walk uh, going to sit on a nice little bench like anything like that also really aligned um just no big ritual magic moon water manifesting like none of Mm -hmm. that stuff um it's just kind of like biting off way more than you want to chew ever is how it ends up feeling if you do that 
Um, now, if you're a person who, when the Moldavite craze hit and you're like, I fucking love just having my whole life wrecked, give me the Moldavite and then it wrecked your life. And you're like, that was fantastic. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> Have fun with that. But that's how it will feel is if you got a huge chunk of Moldavite and put it on. Mm-hmm. If you decide to do a lot of magic on the eclipse event. Um, Which, no, that being said, if you're yeah. doing something that is normal for you, like if you're like going to go to yoga or whatever, like, well, that's fine. It's not mm-hmm. like stop your whole life. It's just, it's not like you're saying eclipse bow down to me. You no. Know, yeah. 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 You're just, it's just being conscious of like, Hey, maybe we don't do any sigil work on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, maybe we don't make a talisman in Krista's case, right? Like it would be that kind no, of, I would not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's that kind of energy so just preparing in that sort of space um yeah that's and just observing um always and i said this actually for this week as well because of the jupiter Cassini. for a lot of people it actually resulted in like anger there was a lot of anger energy a lot of mm-hmm. like frustration at the surface energy um and this <clears throat> eclipse honestly i think is going to push some of that as well to be totally honest is mm-hmm. that like anger frustration honestly it it feels a little bit just like people who you know haven't processed collective trauma very well are now having this outlet for it which is their anger that they haven't necessarily let come to the surface so just before you react to things just breathe through it take some time sleep on it observe your feelings before you acknowledge and understand them just observe them for a little bit if you can um even if you just write out on a document everything you're feeling or like vent to somebody everything you're feeling but don't react to everything you're feeling in a way of like lashing out Mm -hmm. just observe because you will probably find that that is actually not what you're feeling at the core of it you're not actually angry you're just sad about this or annoyed at this or whatever it is but it's coming up as this like anger blob and that is what a lot of people are experiencing and I think with the eclipse especially with I think some of the things that are going to come up during the eclipse season uh, at least the first eclipse as far as with leadership and stuff I think there's going to be a lot of tension between people that really like certain leaders or don't like certain leaders or those (laughs) kinds of things I'm gonna say okay just one just one note on that um, it is so important to remember those people are strangers. Like, you don't like know leaders them. in the yeah. world, leaders they in the don't world know are you. fucking strangers. They yeah. are strangers. They do not know you. Same with like celebrities. Like, don't defend them. You don't yeah. know them. Like mm-hmm. that you might like what they have said, but they could be the worst narcissist in the world and just really good at love bombing everybody. And mm-hmm. we would not know. So when that comes up, like if you like someone, you can talk about why you like them, but don't defend their actions. They are strangers to you and owe you nothing yeah. and will not acknowledge or care that you have done so. Yeah. And maybe that's my piece on, that, on it. I just... On that note, maybe don't, don't get so attached to liking that person. You can like what they make. You can like their art. Their you ideals. Don't have to, yeah. You don't have to be an Avenger for that person. Because then you you like sign yourself up for something that they wouldn't be there for you on. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I just that I, I there was a really nasty interaction in my comments yesterday, and it bothered me so much. Where someone came in in that video I made about the spiritual leader that got fairly exposed over the last week hmm. or so, and I just kind of duetted someone else's video take about that. Um, which keep in mind, I did research about it first. I was like, is this a cultural misunderstanding? What is this? It's not. <laughs> it's not a cultural no, misunderstanding. It was very strange. Yeah. Part of it, like 
part of it is a culture thing, but the way that he took it is not cultural. So do not sit there and be like, this is a culture. It's not. I did a lot of research on it before I posted that. It's not. Um, But beside the fact, someone came in and was like, I can't wait till all of you guys see, you know, when basically putting Trump on a pedestal and being like, he's none of these things. Aren't we so glad that he's none of these things? And people in the comments were like, are you insane? Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, he's not a pedo. And then they proceeded to call the other commenters like horrific, horrific names and like make horrible statements about who they are as people, whatever. And I blocked them immediately. Like that is a hard pass. No one's allowed to do that in my comment section. If I catch you doing it, you'll be blocked. It's just how mm-hmm. it is. Um, but it, I just, I wanted to just like scream about it of like, these people are stranger. You don't know them. You can't know them. Like they do, <laughs> unless you're in their intimate circle of friends, they're strangers. Don't defend any of their behavior mm-hmm. ever. And if something comes up about any leader in the world, any leader in the world, period, if something out, absolutely horrific or out there, whatever comes up, don't be surprised you can't be surprised because you don't know them like if you if you're shocked you're like whoa I didn't ever think they would be like that just sit there and for a second and just sit there and be like okay well I didn't I don't know that person I only know what they have curated and presented to the public as an image which is pretend it's cosplay mm-hmm. that's my my hill to die on it's and it's okay cosplay. that they do that because they're entitled mm-hmm. to have their personal life and their public life there's nothing really? wrong with that um but just don't let your cosplay stuff not the horrible things yeah, just yeah, the cosplay right, bit right everybody's entitled to have their their personalities that they keep to themselves and the personalities mm-hmm. that they show to other people the choices that they make in those that's a whole other ethical story um but it, yeah it's it's just really important to um to make sure that you're putting your energy where your energy is coming back to you rather than investing it in people that you are creating a personality for yep yeah mm-hmm. um you know, it just anyway. reminds me, and I'll I'll be blunt about this for some reason because I, I usually get very diplomatic, but it reminds me of the whole situation of you're accidentally um, making that figure, that theme, that whatever that you're that fixated on, you're making it your deity. Mm-hmm. And when you think about I'm that, doing... hey, you 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 practiced deity work, so if you're looking to do more deity work, you know what it looks like <laughs> now. Put it into the energy that's going to come back to you rather than yeah rather than one that that has no way of being able to do that and to and return the favor or return the well favor is a great word in and of itself favor as in appreciation yeah i will also say though the energy of like luck is still really high and you touched on it a little bit Mm -hmm. with like tourist season coming and all of that it's very lucky like it's just genuinely a lucky time for mm-hmm. not leaders or <laughs> more common people. Yeah. Um, but just in general, like a lot of like luck energy. I don't know what you want to use that for. It's your personal decision, your personal experience that you want to have with that luck. Um, but I definitely recommend doing something with it, even if it's just create a new affirmation for yourself that mm-hmm. you're taking advantage of, if it's buying a lottery ticket, if it's like, I don't know what it is, whatever it is for you lean into it um because the energy of luck is just it's very abundant right now it's very mm-hmm. abundant and i it's very intriguing and i'm excited to see how that's showing up yeah and that energy of luck originated for anybody who's like well i don't know where it is and i want to find it i'm with you i know what that feels like uh check areas in your chart because that's where the jupiter kazemi happened so that was that initial feeling of luck but again this is moving into um the sun 
and the moon coming into Taurus. The next new moon after eclipse season will be exalted new moon, even though, you know, the moon will be dark. Uh, but that's, that's again, luck. It's formative. It's uh, creation energy in this exalted space. So with resources and all of those things. Now we also have uh, Uranus nearby. So just keeping in mind that the idea of luck might be a whole change to something you didn't see coming, but here it is. And it's amazing. And, you know, excitement is a good word to hold on to and just let yourself say, I'm, I'm ready to be pleasantly excited and then see what comes from that. Not during the eclipse, but after. Yeah. I want to see where we can see the eclipse. Yeah. So, um, I mean, looking at the chart, I know that the eclipse, because it happens at like midnight on the East coast, we're not going to see it there. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know. It's always a fun to know. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's a lunar eclipse or is it the solar, yeah, solar, eclipse. solar eclipse? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be visible um, in Southeast, Southeast Asia, Asia. Mm-hmm. and Australia. Yeah. And then let's see, where can we see the May lunar eclipse? Just so we have that out yeah. here. Scorpio. And that is Africa, Asia, Australia. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Next year, the U.S. gets um, pretty decent views of eclipses. That's that one where people have been talking about it since they happened in Leo years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of forms an X over the U.S. Yeah, yeah it um, will be a full solar eclipse over Burning Man while Burning Man is happening, yes. which is pretty fucking cool, to be totally yeah. honest. Interesting. Because there's no city there other times than just with Burning Man, which I just mm-hmm. think is like a really cool synchronistic experience, like in general, even if you're not a burner and you never have gone. Uh, it's just neat like that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise there wouldn't be people there, but it just happens to be when people are there. Like that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see like if that plays a factor into how it shows up. It's really cool. Yeah. And like legally, you're not even allowed to camp in that desert outside of Burning Man. So you couldn't be out there anyway, unless wow. it was Burning Man, which I think is pretty cool. Sounds auspicious. Right. I just thought hopefully that was positively neat. auspicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's auspicious. Hopefully we're good uh, with that. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I do want to do just a quick little story time since we've covered a lot of Eclipse stuff about what's happening uh, to me since we did our fairy episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is hilarious. <laughs> um, so if you haven't had a chance, listen to our fairy episode last week. We were actually together in my office, which is dark right now because I didn't turn on any of my like, sparkly lights or anything. But in my office... Um, we actually recorded together for the first time up here mm-hmm. and we decided we're going to do a fairy episode, which during the episode I mentioned, like have a lot of fairy energy in my house. They're around. Um, it's a thing. We also recommended like one of our favorite be- book recommendations ever to all of you. Um, but yeah, uh, we basically talked about them very respectfully and gave you some ins and outs of our experience with the fairies, whatever. So the next time I come up into my office, after that literally the next time which was about two days later because we had retreat the whole time so I wasn't really in my office so I come back in on Monday and I look at my plant this one this one that has the leaf that's now grown into the space that was not grown into the space before um it has absolutely exploded with growth like I cannot even describe and it's not because the weather changed like it was snowing (laughs) it wasn't like it was like oh it got really warm all of a sudden no like there's tons of new growth I thought the pot had gotten turned because this whole branch back here which I have now tied up which is why it's not over in my space like actually I can like move it it's like in my space in my space now I thought that it had gotten turned it had not gotten turned it everything it just grew into my space 
significantly. And so the plant started growing massively. I was like, wow, this is weird. Okay, cool. Obviously the fairies really liked that episode. Love that for us. Yay. Two days later, I get up, (laughs) I get up to wake my kids up from school. I make the fatal mistake of laying back down again. And then I hear a knock on my door and I had fallen back asleep. And my daughter was like, are you going to take me to school, mom? And I was like, shit, yes, I'm going to take you to school. Throw on my clothes, run out the door. It had snowed again. So I had to scrape off my car, whatever, get her in the car, drive her to school, come back, braid my other daughter's hair and get their lunches ready. And then send them off to school with their, with my husband, driving them. And then for the first time, I'm able to go into the bathroom and I had put not only my shirt on backwards, but my pants on backwards as well, which, which will protect you from fairy charms, (laughs) which will protect me from fairy charms, which I was like, it's fucking weird. What's going on with that? Um, And some, in some cultures, it's also a luck thing, which I thought was interesting. Um, But I was like, I have never, ever done that before where I've put on both of them backwards. Like that's weird, like weird, weird. I was like, huh, that's funky. Well, now it has gotten weirder because I came up to my office two days ago and I look into my potted plant, this same, the Harry potted, the plant that lived, and I, it's growing two pine trees. Um, And they're not, it's not like little sprouts. Like these, these things are like three and a half inches tall. Like, and they're coming out of nowhere. And when I say there is no possible way for these pine nuts to have gotten into the, like the, the basin i mean there's no possible way it is not the season where you can find viable pine nuts anymore all the pine nuts that fell in the fall are sat on by the snow over winter to take root to like come forward in the spring these were not in there (laughs) these were not sitting in there when we were up here recording the episode they aren't in here Mm -hmm. they weren't in here before and they wouldn't be viable because they had to be sat on and moisturized all winter in order to grow that's how pine seeds work pine nuts work and I'm like, uh, okay. And so I asked Weston, I was like, did you come upstairs? And like, did you have pine seeds on your chance? And he was like, no. And he was like, maybe like, is there a squirrel? But there's no way a squirrel could have gotten in here that we wouldn't have known. And Callum would have freaked out. He would have smelled everywhere and been mm-hmm. like, holy shit, there's a squirrel in here, mom. Like, this is not cool. Um, so the fairies have decided that pine trees are also going to grow in my office. Like, I... There is literally no other explanation outside of that. Um, but I wanted to share that with you all, just so you understand the very magic that occurred when we recorded together in this office. Cause like, yeah. holy damn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it works, right? Like it's it's mm-hmm. something that we don't really know how it happened, but it happened and like it's kind of undeniable. It's, yeah, a hundred percent undeniable. Yeah. Like I wish there was I wish the seeds had been in there before. So I at least been like, wow, they took they really 100% absolutely were not. They could not have been. So, yeah. And they have grown so fast. Like pine sprouts, they grow kind of fast. Like usually by the time they come out of the dirt, they're like, you know, a half inch tall or something. They kind of just like boing up out of the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a half of a tall. Like they're so big. Yeah. And um, they definitely and were not there when I was there. I would have seen them. Nope. Yeah. You would have definitely seen them. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what to do with them. I'm like, you're not going to strangle Harry Potter, but Harry Potter is having a go of yeah. all of the, its leaves right now. The plant so who thrived. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I keep trying to tie back like this leaf that's like sticking in front of the screen and I can't, I don't know what, how to do that. We're just going to let this leaf hang out until I figure out what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. But well, I wanted nice. to share that with you all. So that I thought it was, I'm getting a kick out of it. I think it's, it's hilarious. nice validation. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, really quick, just wanted to touch base. Our Egypt trip filled up ridiculously quickly. Yeah, that's actually been some of the questions we've gotten from patrons lately. It's like, mm-hmm. can you still get in? Um, kind of. Yeah, so um, you can definitely put your name on the wait list. I will say with our trips, cancellations do happen. Mm-hmm. They they actually happen pretty significantly and pretty, pretty regularly. So we have pulled from wait list for both the Ireland trip and the Greece trip multiple times mm-hmm. um so for egypt yes you absolutely get on the wait list it's worth it um for those of you that have secured your spot we're so excited to travel with you yeah. um there's definitely okay. some people who listen to the podcast that were on there which i was so excited about and we'll probably end up doing this trip again in the future like it's obviously something that's so important to people that mm-hmm. they want to go so we you know we'll probably end up figuring out a way to, to make sure that happens again because we want to make sure that if it's this big of a deal that we facilitate that in some yeah. way yeah um but super duper cool. Thank you for that. But definitely get on the wait list. That's the only way we can really keep track of people mm-hmm. um, if people do cancel. And yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe we'll expand to, I don't know what we can do, but yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. And it's going to be super fun. And we were so, it was so cool to see names on the list of people that we recognize from being listeners and from engaging. And so thank you for always having been present. It's going to be really an honor to meet you all in person as well. Yeah. The group feels really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And I know fantastic. it's a year away, but it's like, oh, yay. Like I know yeah. it's, yeah, it feels cool. So it's going to be good. But yeah, that filled up really quick. Um, but thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for, for being there. Um, for that and we will have more announcements later this year so just stay tuned of other places etc um and speaking of things that are filling up rather quickly um pitches are open again for forgotten storytellers you can go to forgottenstorytellers.com and submit your pitch it's a form so it's super easy you don't have to come up with like a fancy pitch as you would for an agent we did most of the work for you there um, submit your pitch and we will take a look at it and see if it feels aligned and, and reach out to you. Either way, you'll hear from us, which is mm-hmm. which is rather like nice. Yeah. And if you have submitted a pitch and haven't heard from us yet, we promise we'll get back to you soon. We just mm-hmm. haven't um, had a chance to go through it yet or, you know, we're waiting on calendar stuff or something like that. So mm-hmm. just know um, that's what it is. But yeah, pitches are open for your your fiction book ideas. If you have an idea, even if it's not fully baked or you don't know how it's going to show up, that's totally fine. That's kind of the idea. That's what we're here to help with. Um, the cohort starts in June. So submit your pitches now because they fill up, honestly, our cohorts fill up pretty quickly as you guys mm-hmm. probably experienced um, on here. But yes, pitches are open and we'd love to have you join. They're yeah. super fun. Yeah, such a great time. Yeah. Um, also, just a quick side note, both Krista and I have started individual YouTubes as well with some like kind of different content, um, some longer form content that we mm-hmm. mostly do like on our like TikToks or Instagram, that sort of stuff, just taking that content and stretching it <laughs> and adding more. Yep. Um, so we would love for you to go take a listen there or take a look there, check those out. Um, not saying we're going to abandon this YouTube by any means. No. It's just another thing that we've got going on to kind of give you guys more stuff to more ways to interact with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. those and, are both um, there. If you want to see an actual chart illustration of this eclipse and, and have me go through the whole chart, what's going on, timing of it, and adding actual astrological resource texts to it to really help explain why we view things the way we do, all that stuff. It's like a fun astro study uh, for this video that'll be released soon. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely go check that out. 
Um, I've got a bunch of stuff going on. <laughs> There's no co- cohesiveness. It's just a bunch of like strikes in the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's there. Also, um, thank you to our patrons for being with us. We appreciate you. Um, we do have, you know, polls in there. If you want to vote on what we talk about on the podcast, we do bonus videos. We have tons more information. Um, yeah. So we'd love to have you in the Patreon space. It's super amazing. And yeah, thank you to all our listeners. It's great mm-hmm. to chat with you. We hope you have an amazing eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> the best possible expression that you can have keep yeah. an eye on headlines keep an eye on what's going on in the world and just know that like you're a part of this big thing that's happening as it unfolds so yeah yeah and um we'll talk more about the lunar eclipse when that does come up yeah the cozy the cozy energy that we get mm-hmm. after that so yeah anyway we hope you have a wonderful week and that you go make go some make magic, some magic. Mm, I think it was great. I thought it was good. We'll never be good as last week, but hey. No.